Welcome to the Ruby Ray podcast. At some point in our lives, we've all closed our hearts and turned away from love because we didn't feel worthy of receiving it. Now, we're remembering how deserving we are to receive and embrace a daily reality of divine love. These conversations are for those with the fire beaming within who are learning how to trust in and receive the flow of love in our life once again. The Ruby Ray is the way of the heart, honoring the deep feminine mysteries, ancient ways, and stories as we open our hearts to heal, radiate, and liberate the rising feminine in us all. I am your host, Jacqueline Norton. to a new episode of the Ruby Ray podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Norton. And today I'm super excited to start the first of a new series, which is called Moon Talks. So this is with my friend and founder of Awoken Woman, Sandra. And every new moon and full moon, we've decided to come together to create and share what's on our hearts and connect with yours. And so this is the first conversation in a series that we record every new moon and full moon and release on the new moon and full moon. So our intention really is to move with the cycles, the natural cycles and seasons and to come together at each of these points every month. And so this first episode, Episode is about the rose lineage and the ruby ray. So in this episode, we talk about what is the rose lineage and what is the ruby ray and how these two things connect and move together in harmony with each other. And we talk about the three centers, the three flames within a woman, the womb, the heart, and the throat. Sandra shares her story and experience with walking the path of the rose lineage. And we talk about the difference between sacrifice and making things sacred and rebirthing and womanhood. And we really dive into so much beautiful conversation in this episode. So I'm so grateful that you're here. And I'm so excited to be on this ride with you with this new moon talks. And I hope you enjoy it. If you can just find a space, if you're driving or walking or doing something outside of the house, just save this episode until you get back home into your space. And if you're there now, then we invite you to light a candle wherever you are. Whenever you are ready, it will be good to find a comfortable space where nobody is going to disturb you. And you can close the door, turn off the phone, shake your hands, shake your body, your womb, shake it all. (sighs) Opening your hands, your mouth. And when you are ready, we are going to start with prayer. Gathering the energy back to yourself, back to your body. Inhaling and exhaling. Feeling how the air 
goes in through your nostrils all the way to your lungs and exhaling anything, any tension, anything that you don't need anymore, bringing your awareness back to stillness, back to this moment. As we are going to call the spirits of the north, our ancestors, our healed ancestors, white buffalo woman to show up through the door of the north, as a white buffalo steps into this sacred space, breathing, feeling the breath of the buffalo in your lower chakras. As this sacred breath releases any low frequency energies, entities that you are carrying in your energy bodies, in your physical body, so you can be clean and clear to receive this transmission today as we call Isis in the East coming hand by hand with Hathor opening her wings and wrapping this ceremony with her angelic wings as we can visualize a golden pyramid on top of this ceremony in your sacred space that unites all times, spaces, and dimensions, bringing us back to the zero point, the quantum field, where everything is possible, where we can remember and come back to self, as we call upon the spirits of the South, with Guadalupe and Mother Mary, stepping forth with rose petals in their hands, leaving rose petals all around you in concentric circles with infinite devotion and compassion as we call upon the spirits and the doors of the West calling upon Quetzalcoatl, Mary Magdalene, the Order of Magdalena as we can see Quetzalcoatl, the winged snake that unites polarity into one, uniting heaven on earth as a dragon that awakens the dragon lines, the dragon lineage that lives within your body, within the space that you are, remembering the frequency of the land, asking for permission of the spirits of the land where you are now. As Mary Magdalene is dressed on red robes with a red rose in her hands as she places a red rose in the center of your womb. As we visualize a red rose in the center of your womb, as the stamp of this rose connects your womb with the earth going through the earth, through the rocks, through the internal waters of the earth, all the way to the core of the earth, rooted in Pachamama, in Mother Gaia. As this rose opens, petal by petal, in the center of your womb, as two snakes, a black snake and a golden snake, awaken. As you inhale and you exhale, 
these two snakes cross each other going upwards through your chakras all the way to your third eye uniting your divine masculine and your divine feminine forces within yourself opening yourself to receive wherever that you are here to receive with complete openness and innocence calling upon our higher self to be present in this ceremony allowing yourself to visualize yourself from a seventh plane from above allowing yourself to see yourself from the seventh plane as a unified consciousness as you can feel your cells and your atoms vibrating into a different frequency now as you can feel the golden nectar pouring down through the golden pyramid above you connecting the seventh plane with your root chakra with the earth allowing yourself to see yourself from the outside as a divine feminine and the earth the earth where you are right now the earth of your body is connected to a higher consciousness as a divine masculine and the divine feminine unites in the center of your heart opening a stargate opening a rose in the center of your heart as you can place your hands in the center of your heart bowing with your head all the way to your heart feeling what is here for you as the messages that come through your heart are sacred as we visualize three centers three fires in your womb in your heart in your throat awakened now so we have decided to share something that we believe is important and is a necessity right now which is the rose lineage and the ruby ray and how the rose lineage and the ruby ray are awakening in our planet and probably if you have been called to this uh, podcast to this transmission is because you have a place in the ruby ray you have a place in the rose lineage so welcome Thank you. What a beautiful way to start this. All right, so we're starting this Moon Sisters talk out a little differently. So thank you so much for guiding us through that prayer, Sandra. So let's dive into the Rose lineage. And I'd love for you to to explain what what is Rose lineage and how have you worked with it? And why do you believe it is so important in making a presence back on on earth right now so the rose lineage has been here all along before our modern culture was here and we can't even go back all the way 
to ancient Egypt where there was mystery schools of the rose or mystery schools where they were sharing the the rose lineage and how to embody the higher self into a human form okay the rose lineage uh, represent the first mystery schools that really landed in the earth this is way deeper and goes beyond all the new age spiritual movements the rose lineage really is a um, royal bloodline that runs through the entire world and the rose lineage has been moving through the time of human evolution through the all the different continents on our planet and depending on the continent there was it was kept differently depending on the frequency of that continent and that culture so the rose lineage today uh it is part of hundreds and hundreds of ascended masters it is part of many human women and human men that are alive and they are walking their human journey today. And the Rose Lineage is a path of devotion, of devotion not just to self, a path of devotion of the entire human race, of the entire planet or even galaxy and other planets and other dimensions. So the Rose Lineage is a lineage that's, that carry codes and activations for the Ascension journey. So basically it is high priests or high priestesses or shamans, medicine women, medicine people that carry many of the codes and they have a deep call into to be in devotion to something higher than themselves it's not about yourself anymore it's about the entire planet it's about the entire galaxy and many timelines all the timelines that are uh, happening simultaneously so the rose lineage carries the purest information for the ascension journey do you want to briefly share about your own experience with how you came into working with and understanding the Rose Lineage? The Rose Lineage for me awakened through my own ceremonial practices. I was being called to to step deeper into ceremony through many uh, shamanic Native American traditions. And uh, here is where I start meeting Mary Magdalene, was the first Ascended Master that actually came to me, to me, through me, and outside of me. It was not that it came from the outside. It was revealing many messages through me to the point that in two months, I really had a whole... I remembered the life of Mary Magdalene, even knowing that I am not Mary Magdalene, but I was tapping into a timeline that was being lived by this woman on planet Earth. Okay, so that was a whole activation that brought me into a whole Kundalini awakening. In this Kundalini awakening, I entered an orgasmic state during three months in this three-dimensional reality. I was living in a whole orgasm. So my, my pineal gland opened and acti- got activated. And um, I could see through illusions, you know, my life, my partners, my jobs, everything really felt away of my reality. And um, I knew there was something that I could not explain. And I had to come back to Mexico. I had this big call to go to the mountains and find a little bit of support in ancient traditions, in curanderas and in 
shamanic practices that were keeping the codes of uh, what was happening to me. So this is what made me go to Mexico and through Mexico, I was told to to learn with the elements, with the earth, with the star, with the water, with the fire. And it has been over seven years today uh, devoting myself to this path. And this rose lineage has been spiraling in, you know, it's like the red path that is called in Mexico, it's called the red path, is the path of the heart. And as you walk in, the mystery unfolds. So it unfolds different to different people. My my big awakening was through a Kundalini awakening and a Magdalene transmission that I had. But it can happen differently to, to every one of us. So basically it's a whole transmission that opens your heart that you cannot deny and if you don't follow that probably you can get stuck into old patterns or anxious or depressed so for me there was not option but following that call to go to Mexico and then listen to to that message and that message I didn't knew was called rose lineage at the time I want to clarify that it was just a hard call to keep certain traditions that later on these traditions were showing the roses and the rose codes that were activated and embodied. So the rose lineage is a whole royal bloodline lineage that is ruled by the planet Venus and the Earth, the planet Earth. So it's a whole process of embodiment through the cycles of the Earth, through the cycles of the Moon, and through the cycles of Venus. We all have a sense of belonging to something higher. And the Rose lineage, if you are actually being called to this podcast, the Rose lineage, it is a sense of belonging to a lineage that is a royal bloodline that it has been here before the beginning of times, okay? You can find that belonging through your blood lineage, but many people has failed abandonment, betrayal, a trauma that has separated them from their blood lineage that I recommend, like it's really important to connect with the blood lineage and clear and heal the blood lineage as the homeland where you are born. But uh, there is a lineage that goes beyond what is the blood lineage and goes beyond what is uh, the homeland that you are. And this rose lineage was spread all around the planet in different traditions. And the rose lineage is marking the dragon lines uh, on the planet, the, the, the dragon consciousness, which is the unity consciousness. And the path of the rose is the path of awakening this consciousness within yourself. It is called, in Christianity, in Christian traditions, is called Gnostic Christianity. Is to find Gnosis. To find Gnosis is to awaken God within yourself. It's not finding God outside of yourself. It's about awakening God within your body within yourself and then uniting your body with that higher consciousness and this is a whole process of embodiment there is this is not really intellectual this is something that requires activations that life gives you those activations life gives you those activations or people that has been in the rose lineage for a while has their own transmissions and activations for you to continue forward and to activate something within you that will guide you to the next step of your life so 
I really want to talk about how Venus, uh, the planet Venus, the lover, is actually guiding the eight portals, the eight gateways of the rose lineage. Okay, and Venus at this moment is in the root chakra. Is is guided from the morning star to the evening star, and right now is in the root chakra. So that's why it's really important for us to to. Con- to center maybe this ceremony or these practices or these podcasts into the root chakra because it's where Venus is. So Venus moves from the root chakra all the way through your crown chakra and above and it activates all the keys and parts of yourself to really connect with your higher self. And through your higher self, you allow that information to be landed and to land into your body so you can have your own transmissions. You are connected to the whole Akashic Records of your own soul imprint. So the Rose Lineage is the path of the three flames in, in the case of the Magdalene path, which is the one I'm walking, is the, the flame or Rose of the womb and then the heart, and then the voice, you know? So it will be uniting the wild woman, the medicine woman, and the Christic woman within yourself. You cannot arrive to the Christic woman, which is when you receive the, the grail, the the holy rose lineage, and the, the holy grail, which is that you are a temple and you carry the information of your higher self, without awakening first the eros in your womb, to clear your ancestral baggage first, we need to clear our ancestral ancestral baggage first, then activate our kundalini or eros in the womb that arises the two polarities of the golden and black snake that symbolizes the divine masculine and divine feminine within yourself. And those snakes open your heart chakra, which is another activation, and then it opens your throat chakra. So the first is about an embodiment of the wild woman, which is the most primal, biological, intuitive uh, woman that we are. And then the wild woman is about a self-discovery, you know, especially when we are born in a society where we have been domesticated, right? So first it's about awakening that wild woman, and then that wild woman will carry with herself the tools of the medicine woman, because every woman that heals herself, it is, in fact, a medicine woman. And when the wild woman, every woman that heals herself, it carries within herself the medicine woman. And the medicine woman, it is not about yourself anymore. It is about about others, about healing or holding a space for others to their own process. And the medicine woman, the next step that while you walk in the medicine woman path for a while, then the Christic woman will come and it's a high priestess transmission from the rose lineage. So to get to the rose lineage, there is three gateways, which is the womb, the heart, and then the voice. And in order to embody the the rose within yourself fully, there is a lot of work that needs to be done because many timelines need to collapse in order to to transcend karmic karmic timelines or wounds or traumas that we carry within ourselves. So it's a whole process of purging. First, you are purging for yourself. Then you are purging for the the for everyone else, for the collective. You know, but there is a point where you jump from three dimensional reality 
to fifth dimensional reality and you are already living in a new earth. So when you stop purging, then you step into the new earth. You are still in service, but it is a, a whole process. This is not something from the day to night. This is a process that we go through. Every woman, every man that really decide or, or, or has the deep call to follow their heart into the mystery. The mystery reveals itself as you walk through it. So I'm just sharing here my journey, how it was for me. And I end up in this rose lineage that it was a rose lineage at the beginning, even if I didn't knew there was a name such a rose lineage, you know? So the rose lineage, it is uh, guided by Venus. And then it is about awakening the Sophianic codes within yourself. It's about collapsing all the karmic timelines that we carry and transcend that energy, that stock energy or trauma that has been there. So this is a lot of work. This is a lot of service. And this is a path of devotion. Beautiful. Thank you for explaining that and discussing the process of the three fires, the womb, the heart, and the throat, and how we travel through each of these different fires or centers of ourselves in different times in our life and how each space, each center is a space of emptiness and activation within itself. I would love for you to talk about the transmission that you received recently and how the Rose lineage and the Ruby Ray are connected at this time. So um, the Ruby Ray came to me later. Uh, The Ruby Ray, through my own transmission, I am speaking through my own experience because everyone will have it different. But um, to... Awaken the soul into your body. Your body needs to feel safe. So it's really important that you are actually, you are taking care of yourself, of your relationships, of your spaces where you are, because in that safety net is where the eros awakens. The eros as erotic nature, not as sexual energy, that it is sexual energy, but I'm talking about that sparkle that arises from the womb when you are healed. That's why I'm saying first, it's really important that we clear traumas or we clear ancestral garbage. And I say garbage not because it's garbage, but because there is like dense energy that we carry within ourselves. And then when that's clear and when that healing has happened already, the soul wants to land into the body through the first chakra, through the womb. And this is a red ray of eros. It's a red ray of erotic nature. And this is the key to align your soul with your dreams. You know, so this is the way when the eros awaken, that sparkle awakens in yourself of self-sourcing yourself, your sexual energy from yourself. That's a sparkle. That's a sensual vitality that arises from within you that wants to create is creative energy. So many people think eros as sex and sex is a branch of eros. Eros can be you can be us speaking doing this podcast eros can be you making a cake eros can be you allowing the grace of your sparkle to manifest itself 
through music or through travels. So the ruby ray is the eros activated through the womb. So it awakens the the radiant soul. So it is a sparkle that we carry. It is the sparkle of the soul that is embodied in 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 a body. So it is actually not um, intellectual reality anymore. It's an embodied process. So the eros connects you to the divine, to the divine that is you. It is like, is the way from you to you. It's the way of self-mastery. It is the way of knowing the self, knowing yourself as a sense of gnosis. As we are coming back to this Gnostic Christianity because for some reason life has taken me through also the Gnosis Christian path. But um, it's a way of interconnecting your ego structure with your higher self. We are not refusing one or other. We are uniting them both. It is a path of you, from from you where you are, to you, which is your higher self embodied into your body. So the ruby ray, it will connect here through the red ray of awakening the arrows within yourself, within the sparkle of your womb. And this is something really important for all women because we clear all the ancestral information that we carry but then we awaken the eros we awaken the female sexuality that can be cultivated within your body and that will sparkle the the soul messages that you carry within yourself that's why in most of our practices we start through through Johnny temple practices we start through a awakened womb practices which is really important for every woman my life really changed after doing so much healing, so much DNA decoding, hypnotherapy regressions, many therapies, like it really changed when I really activated the arrows and when I really understood the power of female sexuality and female sexuality as a way of creation and devotion to a higher self. So the ruby ray will be, through my transmission, it will be that. It will be the red ray that awakens the arrows into your womb. And so how does that, first of all, I love that. And I think it's so beautiful. And I love just the image, the visual that that creates of like that soul sparkle that can kind of feel like or be talked so often about that it's outside of us. But it's like this image of it landing in our body and our body being this healed and safe container to be able to hold it as well. I'm curious, what's the connection or what's the dance? What's the harmony between the Rose lineage and Ruby Ray? How do those two exist together or in harmony with each other? Well, I think they are different and they are the same. Because the ruby ray, it is called about these light workers that will walk the earth to awaken humanity. And the rose lineage is the lineage that lands the highest unity consciousness, Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Sophia consciousness into the planet. So basically, they are really similar, if not the same, because both are humans that are working their gnosis within themselves and become pillars of light for others to awaken in the in this journey. So the ruby ray is like, um, I received it as a red ray that awakens through the womb 
and activates and sparkles the womb. Awakening the power of the womb space is really important for the ruby ray to to awaken the sparkle of the soul within your body because there is no way that we become light workers following others all the way long. Like we can inspire each other, we can have transmissions for each other, but at the end of the day, my transmission should awaken your transmission and your transmission where when it's fully embodied, you being honest with yourself when you have come back to yourself will awaken many others and many other codes for other people. So here it is, we are all in service of each other. My message helps you, your message helps me. And we, even if we are walking uh, the rose lineage or the priestess of the rose or ruby ray, I think that each one of us has a space there and has a authentic transmission there. So there is not competence here. It is, okay, we know we are carriers of the light. We know that we are here to serve the collective and to serve a planetary plan, a planetary awakening. But we are here to do this together. And because of that, because of understanding that we are here to do this together is when I actually decided to to share my message as well and to speak out my, through my voice. You know, first you awaken the womb mm. and then this womb will heal a lot in you. But then you awaken the heart chakra that will transfer information as a stargate to your body. And then when you embody and integrate the codes of your womb, the codes of your heart, then is when your throat wants to speak out and when your throat wants to transmit a certain frequency with the power of your voice, with the power of your message, and with the power of the experience that you have had. So we are born in a lineage, in a country, in some situations for a reason. We choose that. We choose that and all the struggles that we go through are guiding us and redirecting us to certain practices for self-healing and self-awakening. And then our own story, it becomes a whole transmission, our own story. And we are all experts in our own story, even if we are part from one spiritual lineage from in one part of the world or we do uh, some practices it doesn't matter the practices that we do that can be amazing like yoga or tantra or moon dance they are gonna have different transmissions for each one of us Mm -hmm. because it is all about finding and coming back home to ourselves to our higher self and I, and I love what you said about how it starts within the womb. And the womb is so important because it's that first landing spot. And the three flames, it's the first of the three flames. And clearing our womb also clears us and connects us deeper to Mother Earth. And, and that grounding, that sense of feeling grounded in ourself, grounded in our bodies, connected to the Earth. And especially during these times where it can be so easy to get caught up in the, the dramas and traumas of everything that's surrounding us, that anchoring down through the womb is so vital for our own well-being and for our own self-care right now. And then like how that travels up through the heart and then the throat, when the throat opens, I just think of how the throat is that pathway. It's it's the pathway between the the consciousness, the, the ethers, and also the heart too. It's that middle point between both. And so just even us 
opening our voice to speak, that carries a transmission and a certain vibration of its own. And I think that's so important to remember because especially as women, we've really been raised around this idea of competition that we are to compete with each other. There's jealousy or comparison or blaming each other, gossiping about each other, things like that. And we all have our own unique vibration to that we carry, that we innately carry. And it's like to just get in tune with that, the subtleties and the nuances of our own distinct frequency and vibration and how it's so unique than the person standing next to you. And then to honor the person next to you and the frequency that they carry. And we are each like our own note in the harmony, in the symphony of all of life. Yeah, of course. It is really powerful. It is really powerful. Like even you and I coming back, coming together into into creating this, you know, your sparkle, my sparkle together. And that's why I have created even like a whole womb journey for women that really want to go into this, into this womb space, you know. It is really important for us to, to really go into this womb space and, and do the work and show up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, and the womb is such a mystery in itself because you have, here it is, this open space of vastness, vast blackness, the darkness of the womb, right? And the warmth of it. And it's just this open container. There's nothing really in it, but yet it contains everything in it. And so it's like a paradox, like the paradox of the womb, which is that it contains nothing, yet it contains everything. It's this empty space, yet it's this empty space that's filled with all of life. And that is the creator of all of life as well. And I think the womb in itself is such a mystery. It is the holy grail. It is the calyx, the, the quantum field where you, you, can, you can dive into the full mysteries of the feminine through the womb, through the womb to first to hear and clear because the womb contains information of all those mothers and grandmothers that came before us. So many women, I see many women that has issues with their mother, with their grandmothers or with the homeland. So when this is actually happening, we need to go to the womb to heal it because there is a karmic imprint that we carry in the womb. So we need to go and tap into the womb and awaken the womb and clear the womb. Also, many of my clients that come with like abandonment issues, trauma, past lovers that they cannot like stop thinking about them, you know, or codependency. Everything needs to be cleared in the womb. When the womb is clear, then you have a straight direct connection with the earth. And in most of them... In Native American traditions that I follow, the earth and the Joni are connected. That's why women or priestesses walk with long skirts, because the skirts create that passage for the earth to go all the way to your Joni, so you don't need to wear underwear. And many of those practices are about taking your underwear out, wear long skirts, walk barefoot if you can, and allow the earth, the electromagnetic field of the earth, to connect with your journey, to connect with your wild self. And many things will clear. Still, you need like some practices if you want like uh, to clear past trauma. 
But uh, yeah, those those are things that we also do in Awoken Woman. You know, a big part of my work is to do womb clearing and to come back to the awoken womb in in the womb space in the empty space where you can rebirth yourself as a woman and even you and i in the moon dance like the the tema style and many of the practices in ancient lineages are rituals to come back to the womb where you can clear and purify your physical emotional mental and spiritual bodies it's a whole process of coming back to the womb to really clear yourself out and allow the spirit and the sparkle of the eros to awaken the sensual vitality that lives within yourself so you can self-source yourself from the earth. And from the earth, you are complete sovereign. You, you know who you are. You come back to yourself. You know your truth. You have access to your, to, not just to the earth, but to your own Akashic records. So it's a process of self-mastery. And I love what you said about the womb being a place where you can rebirth yourself because so often we think of the womb and in our modern culture, it's just referred to as this place of birth. So Mm -hmm. this womb is like idle or it's not really revered. It's not honored and respected until it's a time for a woman to give birth. And then it's, it's this vessel for creation, for birthing, for creating another human. But I love what you said about how it's also it's like before it is creating another life form of life like we are the life form itself that it's rebirthing and recreating and that we get to go through our own metamorphosis process through the opening and anchoring and grounding of the womb that it's like we get to rebirth ourselves before we birth anything any other life form yeah, imagine like we got the power to create another human being. That's the power of our womb that can create and generate a human being. And actually, like even in 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 many Native American practices, it's not just about creating a, another human being or a Christic being if you want to do it in a conscious way, but it is about you rebirthing yourself. They don't call a woman any woman sacred woman. A sacred woman is a woman that has learned to heal herself and has rebirthed herself into a devotional service. That's a sacred woman. And also, all those creations come from a healed and awakened womb. All the creations, all the paintings, the art, the music, the travels, your poetry, your projects, your businesses can be birthed from a womb they all are birthed from the womb in a feminine way that's why we are transitioned to this whole Aquarian feminine era where if we really want to thrive we really need to check our bodies and know how the technology of our bodies work as women because this is a time where we can thrive effortlessly just knowing how the body works it's not that amazing (laughs) so um, we as women need to check the technology of our bodies because now we are in this new feminine era where we can create our businesses, our lives, our projects, our families, our childs from a really conscious womb. And then everything we create can come from that sparkle within yourself effortlessly. It's not about the masculine way of like, doing 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 and sacrificing yourself actually i want to redefine what means sacrifice sacrifice is to make 
things sacred. Sacrifice is not about you suffering along the way. Sacrifice, it is about making your creations sacred. And because they are sacred, they are coming from the erotic sparkle and passion that lives within yourself. And you do it with so much passion that is sacred. And you want to do that all the time. It is not about suffering. It is about joy. And sacrifice in the new paradigm, in the feminine way, is to make things sacred. You make something sacred because it's passionate and it's a sparkle that comes from your womb space. So you want to do that all the time. So sacred and sacrifice are coming together. So um, coming back to the rose lineage, coming back to the ruby ray, I just want to say that the rose lineage and the ruby ray are really interconnected with light workers that are here to bring their missions, their transmissions into this planet, into all of us. So if you are listening to this at this moment, it's because you are part of this and uh, there is a deeper uh, lineage, there is a deeper way of belonging, a belonging into royal bloodline that is about devotion to self, devotion to a higher consciousness, devotion to the human consciousness, and devotion to this planet. The ruby ray and the rose lineage, it is a transmission that requires a lot of devotion to follow this path. If you are actually feeling a deep belonging to something deeper, probably you have your place in the rose lineage, your place in the ruby ray. If you are resonating with this information and or you are looking for a sense of belonging, belonging to a sisterhood, belonging to a deeper connection with your soul, then probably this is a good place where we are going to be sharing every new moon and every full moon talks about Rose Lineage, Ruby Ray, and our own personal journeys and how these journeys has affected our lives and how we have moved through them. So I really invite every one of you to, to be connected to me, to Jacqueline, to the Ruby Ray, to Awoken Woman, and to the Moon Talks. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And let everyone know where they can find you if they want to get in touch. So if you want to dive deeper into especially like the gates of the womb and you want to go through ancestral clearing or female sexual energy cultivation or awaken your sensual vitality and awaken your womb as well and your eros, you can connect me to through www.awokenwoman.com and the information is just down below and uh, we can go deeper into these practices. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sandra. So let's go ahead and close this ceremony out. So Sandra, would you like to guide us through a little closing of this prayer? Okay, so we can bring our hands to our hearts and really visualize a rose in the heart, how this rose is opening petal by petal. As this rose, the rose of our heart is sacred and it contains the information that you carry for this world. As we visualize all your guides, white buffalo woman, our ancestors, our healed ancestors, Isis, Hathor, 
Guadalupe, Mother Mary, Quetzalcoatl, Mary Magdalene, surrounding this ceremony as they bow to you and your key code, as we unite all times, spaces, and dimensions, finishing this ceremony, this transmission, this practice for today. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. listening to this episode and thank you to the ruby ray the ray of unconditional love for being a part of my mission and for being a part of extending this ray into the planet.